You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, everyone. I hope all is well. What's up? And welcome back for another episode of the QB Factory Reboot brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. We are recording on Tuesday, September 21st. And on today's episode, we're going to be touching on the Eagles' disappointing loss to the 49ers in Week 2. They lost 17-11, to so now the Eagles are 1-1. One one. We're also going to touch on what we saw from Jalen Hurts. We're going to touch on a little bit of what we saw from Jimmy G. And we're going to preview what to expect when the Eagles go to Dallas for Week 3 to prepare to play Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. So, first things first. Don't forget to rate. Don't forget to leave a written review. Subscribe to our YouTube YouTube channel. Follow us on all things social media. I'm your host, Rachel Prevet. I'm joined by the one and only amazing, legendary QB expert, Mark Scofield. What's up, Mark? How are you doing? I'm doing well, Rachel. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah, this is we were talking before the show. This is one of those weeks where gentle listeners. Rachel and I might spend the first 20 minutes of the show talking about anything but the Philadelphia Eagles because, let's be honest, it was a little rough. It was a little disappointing. Maybe it was a lot disappointing. So we're going to go in some different directions. I feel like we could spend the first 15 minutes having Rachel recap her Saturday because according to her Instagram, she was at Hampton versus Howard. Big college football game. Vice president in the house. Yes. How was that? It was amazing. You know, I had to shout out my alma mater, Hampton University, the real HU, you know. So this is such a a historic rivalry for us playing Howard, you know, battle of the real HU. It was such a fun game, you know, just going out to support, seeing a lot of like people from Hampton and, you know, other alum. Kamala Harris was out there. So she was repping Howard, of course. So it was just like a friend, a fun friendly rivalry of course uh hampton university won the game but if i have to be completely honest howard university's band won the battle of the like halftime show they they did their thing that's a huge deal for us so it was good it was extremely hot the game was at audi field so that was like a lot of fun um and the the stadium was packed so it was good vibes it just felt like it felt like a mini homecoming you know your school it felt like a mini homecoming everybody was rocking their hampton or howard color so it was good vibes all all around good vibes how is that stadium because i haven't been yet it is amazing like it's it's actually really really nice that's where dc united plays yeah. right across from the nationals uh stadium so it's, it's really nice they have like a little heineke a uh, rooftop uh like a little sun rooftop so that's pretty nice but it's it's really new i think it's only like three years old yeah um, but it was really nice fantastic and, and to that end i also saw something on your instagram yeah so i, I see you're doing a little project <laughs> i have gifts i have gifts a Winston-Salem State sticker. If you wanted some HBCU stickers. So we got Winston-Salem State. We got NCANT. 
Okay. The whole sheet of stickers for you. Okay. And I want to shout out uh, the late Craig Ray, one of my college football coaches. He unfortunately passed this summer. He was a coach at NCAA team for a time. So we love Ed. Ed. There it is. The Hampton sticker for you after the big weekend, the big win over Howard. So I'm going to get these to you. We'll figure out how we're going to get that. But I, like I said, I come, I come bearing gifts today, Rachel. We love gifts. That literally just made my day. Like as you, as Mark was just explaining, I have like let, uh, stickers all over my laptop, and I feel like they represent me. You know, like I have a Georgetown sticker. I have a sneak. I love collecting sneakers. So I have all these different sneakers. So I didn't have a Hampton University sticker. I was trying to find one, and I wanted more HBCU stickers. Um, so that just made my day. There we go. We got gifts. We got gifts, and. I suppose, though, we at some point we have to talk about this game. We have to get into it. You got to do your song. Well, we got to do our song lyrics and our movie quotes. I'm going movie quote. Um, Yoda. Okay. I'm going Yoda. You can see over. I, I did it wrong there, but yes. baby Yoda is over my this shoulder. This shoulder. There, yes. There's baby Yoda right there. Uh, but this is a quote from the actual Yoda uh, to Luke from The Last Jedi. Pass on what you have learned. Strength, mastery. Mm. Mm. But weakness folly failure also yes failure most of all the greatest teacher failure is that is my quote that's so spot on from yoda from yoda. yoda that's good that's yeah. and we, we we get some failure to talk about so i think it's appropriate i mean i chose tupac lyrics keep your head up pretty much yeah. things are going to get easier keep your head up things are going to get brighter i mean first loss of the season that's never fun no. Um, and it was a disappointing loss, something that we definitely could have won. Uh, yeah. We've heard so much about missed opportunities these last few days, and that's exactly what it was. That was spot on. You know, we suffered an injury to BG, you know, Brandon Graham's yeah. ending injury to an Achilles tear. So that's very, very disappointing. But um, as John Stonis was talking about in one of the articles he wrote, you know, we have an inexperienced first time head coach in Nick Sirianni, and we have. Uh, Jalen Hurts, who was kind of like a rookie. This is his first full season right. starting. So there's going to be ups and downs. It's not going to be perfect, but we got to keep our head up. We got to keep moving forward. This isn't the end all be all. We're preparing for week three against the Cowboys, which we should win. So that's all I got to say. That's the message. Keep your head up. It's not over. It's so still early in the season. So yeah. What was your sort of like big picture takeaway from this? Because I've got mine, but I'm curious what yours was. Um, I would say my big picture takeaway is that like we said mixed missed opportunities but I was also confused on like going into this game Nick Sirianni tried to switch things up to be cute I kept seeing that to be cute all yeah. over social media with the Philly we saw the Philly special that was like you know something he was trying okay cool but it was like if you knew what worked well especially using the tight ends why did you switch things up? We didn't really see the tight ends get any action, you know, in, in two. So that was my biggest thing. If it's broke, don't fix it. You knew what worked well week one. So why rear off and try to try things new? Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of feel the same way. It, it's, it, you mentioned, you know, a lot of the discussion has been missed opportunities and sort of being too cute. The first pass of the attempt of the game, it's almost like, you know, everybody spent, us included, we were talking last week about, a lot of short passes, a lot of quick passes. People are going to wonder, is he going to be afraid to like throw deep downfield? What's the first pass and play they dial up? Yeah. It's aggressive play action. Devonta Smith on the post route. You got Quez on a deep out route. It's like they, they read the tweets, like the kids say. They read the tweets and they wanted to prove us all wrong. Mm -hmm. 
That was the first missed opportunity. And you could almost feel like the game went from there because Smith was open deep over the top. Quez Watkins was open deep on his out route. Jalen Hurts underthrew it. You know, he, he had some opportunities in the downfield passing game that he missed on, that he underthrew. And that's opened up a whole discussion now of, is his arm good enough? Yeah, which is which is kind of frustrating because I think his his arm is good enough. You had the the deep shot, the like ninety yarder, like that was a bucket throw, deep shot, perfectly thrown. But now people are saying he doesn't have enough to sort of push the ball downfield into tighter windows. And then people are saying, well, he doesn't throw over the middle, right? They see the little spray chart, <laughs> all the throws are like line of scrimmage and along the sideline, and there's nothing in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks can win that way, like. Show me a Russell Wilson spray chart, and I'll show you something that looks basically the exact same. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's opened the door to some discussions about Dak. I mean, excuse me, I, Dak, that's what we get this week. But Jalen Hurts, on a week when it's Dallas week, which yeah. is never fun. Never fun. And I feel like that's also good. Well, we're going to get into that. I don't I don't even want to get into that yet. Um, I have pulled two plays, one that was like what could have been and one that was that I saw that was really, really good. Um, both of them were really good on Jalen Hurts' behalf, but the one that could have been a touchdown, we saw Jalen Rager, you know? Yeah. Um, that was 10 seconds left in the first, first in 10, and he hit Jalen Rager with a really deep pass for 36 yards. Um, it was supposed to be a touchdown, but they called it back because Jalen Rager stepped out of bounds prior to catching the catch, to making the catch. Yep. So, that was a really nice throw on Jalen Hurts' behalf, I think. Like, he hit him right on target. Like, it was right on the money. That's flaw from the young wide receiver, you yeah. know? And it's, yeah. you know, this is his second season. You would think, like, oh, certain things like that are mistakes that you shouldn't be making anymore, but. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, of course, then there's also the sequence, you know, <laughs> after the big play where you get the first and goal from the one. Yeah, that ends up in the fourth down sort of Philly special type design, which is like you said, that's what everybody's saying. Look, they're too cute. Mm-hmm. Brian Baldinger, he came out Monday morning and he was just like, I don't understand what they're trying to do here. And you do wonder if Sirianni sort of felt like he had to one up Kyle Shanahan. I, I hate to get sort of psychoanalytic here and try to be a psychologist, but it does feel that way, right? Yeah, yeah, it feels that way. Because we yeah, I, they did week one. So this was just like a lot of trickery. Yeah. And you didn't need to do that. And I understand, look, the, the first and goal play from the one, you line up the heavy personnel, you go play action, you try to get Ertz on the corner route. Like that's a nice little first and goal at the one. I liked that play call. Mm-hmm. It, it's more the fourth and three, trying to dial up a throwback to your quarterback. Like yeah, there, there's better things you can do here. You know, there's better things you can do in that moment. Or you could just I, – I I know some people have also said you just kick the field goal. I like the idea to go. It's the end of the half. You've got an opportunity to get a 10-point lead. I just think that was one of those two cute-by-half moments that it bit them. Do you think – because I saw a lot of commentary on this. People were saying that they should have – he should have had the trust similar to like a Lamar Jackson. Like Hurt should have ran it every single time. You know, like, yeah. what do you think about that? Uh, no, I mean, I, I think there's something to be said for that, too. I mean, I think there's something to be said for, look, you're going to show them that sort of outside zone look with Hertz having the option to keep that. 
Yeah. Now maybe San Francisco was waiting for that, and you can see I'm, like, I'm, I'm watching the replay right now. You've got Fred Warner, one of the game's best linebackers, sitting there waiting for that for Hurst to keep and come vertically. So maybe they were sort of squatting on that. Okay. But then to throw back with with, with a receiver, I know Greg Ward played quarterback in college. Like I get it. If there's a guy you're going to call that play for, it's Greg Ward. But I think the the flaw with it was the backside route from Jalen Ragor. She should have had the ability to then really break back with the flow of this. Okay. Because he comes straight across the field. I know you're trying to sell everything to clear out, but they stayed home on it. They covered Jalen Hurts, and now Ward's got nowhere else to go with the football, and he's got pressure at his face. Mm-hmm. I think – Ragor has to have the ability to then break back and mirror that to give Ward a secondary option. But let's take a step back and think about what we're talking about here, Rachel. We're talking about building a secondary option for a quarterback turned receiver on fourth and three when his first option, your starting quarterback, is covered. Like that's just a lot of moving parts. Like I, it's just too cute by half. Like that's that's my like final sort of call on it. It's just too cute. By half. Way off. I'm like, maybe he was nervous. I don't know. It was just completely off. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, they did it. They did a very good job. San Francisco did it sort of defending that play at staying home on that. So, I mean, this is one of those moments where you might just have to tip your hat and say, look, defense played extremely well on this play. Like, nobody was fooled. Yeah. And then that's also an argument, right? Like, when you come out, you come out of this empty formation, then you bring backs in, bring the second back in, you show this. You're showing all this pre-snap movement. They're, they're at that point, they're thinking something's coming, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. if you were just lined up in that formation and run it, San Francisco might be thinking, okay, this is the outside zone quarterback keep. They're not going to expect this. You start showing all that eye candy, trying to get people confused. They start thinking, look, something's up. Yeah. It just felt like a waste of a beautiful pass, like the 91-yard pass to Quez Watkins. Yeah. And then you guys aren't able to capitalize on it. So it just felt like a waste. Like, and I think that was, I don't know how many yards they finished with for the day, but that was like one of the biggest plays. And it just felt like it, yes, that was great, but it was a waste. Yeah. It's just that, that whole concept of missed opportunities. I mean, that drive, when you have, when you have first and goal at the one and you come away without any points, Mm-hmm. that's a problem. And as a Patriots fan, I've seen a lot of those in recent years where you get that first and goal at the one and you feel like, man, they're just going to get three. Like you can't get it into the end zone. This is an example of that. Again, I like the call on first down. Like you show heavy run play action there. I like that. The fourth and three call, I think was just a mess. Yeah. And I mean, I respect that in the post game presser, um, Nick Sirianni took full accountability, you know, he yeah. took on it like that was my I was in the wrong you know some of the play calling at least they know that and I think the beauty of it is that this is only week two it's so early in the season you tried it you know maybe that'll determine how you move forward the next time you know to what you know you know I I don't know it's kind of like one of those examples where you were talking about do you want to see them try to go for it and like be aggressive or be safe like to take the safe route so it's so early. We saw it, but now it's kind of like, all right, maybe that's a little too cute. Maybe right. too and, tone it down know, a little bit. I, I I know it's super easy for somebody like me to say, look, I love the aggressiveness here, but the play call is bad. But if you're going to make that decision, like I just think you 
you, you call a better play. Like you, yeah. you give your, you put the guys in a position to be successful. I mean, if you're trusting Jalen Hurts to be your starting quarterback, why are you taking the football out of his hands in that moment? Yes. Like, let him make the throw. And if he screws up, okay, we'll talk about what Jalen Hurts did wrong. But to take the football out of his hands in that moment, it just seemed like – and, again, I'm, I'm playing shrink here and I shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. But there was a say to Jalen Hurts. It's yeah. like, hi, it's fourth and goal at the three. We're going to make you play receiver now. Yeah. I don't know. I just – I we spent a lot of time on this, but, yeah, I just didn't like it at all. I mean, that was the biggest – like, that was the biggest deal. So, I felt like it was necessary to yeah. talk about it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You touched on the 49ers defense. And if we're being completely honest, they for the 49ers, I think they deserve MVP uh, as a whole, like the entire defense yeah. they down. Like They played well. Their coverage in the secondary is great. Yeah. Guys up front, they could get pressure. Fred Warner is fantastic because, you know, the corollary to your point there, Rachel, is you're certainly not handed MVP to Jimmy Garoppolo for that. No, sorry. No. Like, was he, <laughs> like, he wasn't good. No. No. He had like maybe two good throws in that game. The rest of the time he's like, screen passes he's hitting people in the back like he's panicking he's not he's not a good quarterback at this point yeah so yeah the the 49ers defense you're exactly right the 49ers defense played great the yeah. coverage on the fourth three play the coverage generally speaking their ability to get pressure to stop the run get pressure with four or five that's a very good defense which is probably why shanahan's like I could still run Jimmy Garoppolo out there. I don't have to go to Trey Lance as much as Trey Lance is a better quarterback. I think now they needed, but, but that's a whole nother discussion. Yeah, like, really big plays like the blocked field goal that was by like Kinlaw. Yeah, Kinlaw. Um, and then it was like a pass breakup. Uh, Jimmy Ward. He's a fantastic player. And then. Yeah, I mean, Ward was great. Damian Lenore, the, the rookie corner they got, he played really well against Devonta Smith at times. He was in good position on a lot of those throws. Smith still got open. I mean, look, that, that first play of the game we talked about, he was open for a touchdown. Like, yeah. That could have been six. And this game is completely different. If we're talking, you know, they're up 7 nothing on your first offensive play, it's a completely different game. Yeah. But he missed that. Hurts had another throw. Um you know, a th- th- throw in the third quarter, like the thirteen fifty one mark, where he had somebody open deep too. Again, it was Devonta Smith. He had him open on a deep route on the right sideline, and he just kind of underthrew it. And and these were the kinds of throws that I thought Jalen Hurts was at his best at. These sort of like deep bucket throws. He's open on a post route, underthrows it, tries to adjust to it, and that's a play where look, they blitz, they get pressure, and it might have been the pressure that was in Hurts' face that made him underthrow it. But yeah. Another missed opportunity. So credit to the 49ers defense, of course. But, yeah, this is this is one of those moments where I feel like we have to remind everybody, development is not linear, you know. 
Talk about Jalen Hurts, man in his, you know, young man in his 20s. Think back to when you were in your 20s. Rachel, that's like right now for you. It's like <laughs> right two decades ago for me. So I mean, it's a little bit harder for me to remember that. Yeah. But we weren't finished products when we're that age. You know, it's ups and downs, peaks and valleys. So it was depressing. It was disappointing. You wish they would have won this game. It's a game they could have won. But yeah, hopefully next week will be better. Yes. Yes. And I did want to shout out two players who I thought did a great job on the Eagles de- defense. Um, Javon Hargreave and Fletcher Cox. Yeah. I mean, that's a tremendous, they're great calls there. Those two guys. So impressive up front, Mm -hmm. like so impressive up front. Yeah. And they're going to need them now with BG's injury. Huge loss. Yeah. So hate to see that. Hate to see it. And so it's like so early in the season. It's just, you don't want to see it. No. But I mean, look, he's, he already said, look, he's going to be leading from the sidelines. He's going to be doing all the right things. Like you hate to see a player like that go down. Of course, look, I have my own personal feelings about Brandon Graham because I said before Super Bowl 52, my nightmare scenario was Brandon Graham kicked inside against Shaq Mason. Yeah. I was telling Kisted Solak that the entire week leading into the show, into the game. I'm like, that's my nightmare scenario. Yeah. And what do we see? Brandon Graham kicked inside against Shaq Mason to force a fumble. So yeah. my own mixed feelings about Brandon Graham aside, I can take my pride and put it to the side and say, look, he's a fantastic player and we hate to see him injured. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting as we go into week three now, and this is a huge game, you know, the pressure, like, you know, the significance of this game because of the rivalry and yep. playing away. Yeah. And Look, Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. Dak Prescott is a very good quarterback. He had a bit of an iffy day against the Chargers. No touchdowns, threw an interception. Maybe had a couple of opportunities of his own to make some big plays down in the red zone. He took a sack where he might have had an opportunity to throw a touchdown. He had a throw where maybe if he looked elsewhere, he might have had a touchdown. But he's a great football player. He's a great quarterback. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks to study. Uh, He's one of my favorite quarterbacks to track like his growth and development, right? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a fourth-round pick uh, player that you had some people saying when he was coming out of Mississippi State that he was bad, that he was like quarterback 15 in that draft class. He wasn't going to be any good. Of course, I'm talking about me. That's what I said about Dak Prescott. <laughs> I missed wildly on Dak Prescott. It's one of my biggest L's in this entire draft evaluation process. He's been tremendous. Yeah. That's a very talented offense, too. I mean, good offensive line, incredible Thanks to Mari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard's playing well, Dalton Schultz. And that defense, it's not great, mm-hmm. but it's better. Mm-hmm. Although, Diggs, um, Diggs. He's Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. Nice young corner. They got Micah Parsons. They kicked him down to edge because they lost to, you know, to Marcus Lawrence. This is going to be a tough one. It is. It's definitely going to be a tough one. And they have Zach Martin on his back. Yep. We I mean, we that. yeah, we talked about Zach. Yeah, just a tremendous offensive lineman. This is going to be a tough one. This is one of those games, though, that like you're going to find out what this team's made of. Of course, you're going to find out what this coaching staff is made of, because not only are you coming off of a loss that you feel like you should have won, now you've got to get ready and get this turnaround to go on the road, division rival, huge game with a chance to sort of stay atop the division. Yeah. Like you've got to. This is one of those moments you'll find out this young coaching staff, like, can they motivate? Can they turn these guys around? Can they get them focused on this task at hand? Yeah. And it's going to, I mean, it's a big game in the division because I think we know, like, some of the other teams aren't as much of contenders. So this is going to kind of give us an idea of, like, what we're working with. In yeah. The- 
decision. Yeah, it's like one of those measured stick games, right? Yes. Like, okay, if we're really better than people thought we were going in, you know, everybody's saying this is a bottom five roster. This is one where we got to win this game. Or even if you don't win it, it's like a 17-14, 21-20, like it comes down to the final play. Last thing you want to see is go down to Dallas and get blown out, drop to one and two, and now there are serious questions. Yeah. Like you, you don't want to see that if you're an Eagles fan. Like yeah. if you go into Dallas and win, fantastic. Mm-hmm. If you go into Dallas and you lose by two or something like that on the final play, you know, okay, you, you've learned something. The vibe Can't get blown out. If. If they go in and they lose this game, we thought this week was bad. You know, there was a lot of negativity from like fans. Right. Lose week three, the vibes are completely shot. Yeah. I mean, that's tough, especially because look, what are the games after that? Yeah. You know, you look, okay, you go down to Dallas, you lose. Now you get Patrick Mahomes coming to town. Then you get the Carolina Panthers, who look to be a pretty good team right now. You've got Tampa Bay after that. You've got the Raiders after that, who are 2-0. Like, yeah, that's – I don't want to say, like, absolute must win, but you drop to 1-2 and with those games coming up? Yeah. Then it's kind of like that. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a really tough stretch. And, okay, look. That's that's wild. Yeah. Wolf Panthers in between that, but the Chief and the Bucks, we already know those two teams. Chiefs, Bucks, Raiders, you get a little bit of a break with the Lions. Look, the Lions look to be struggling, but then Chargers got a young quarterback. Justin Herbert's looking real good. Denver Broncos are 2 0. Jameis Winston and the Saints, I know they just lost, but yeah. And then you get that sort of double New York stretch, right? Giants, Jets, Washington, Giants again. Like, okay. November and December should be good. What when, when I've got the Christmas decorations up in the background, Rachel, the yeah. shows are gonna be a little bit happier, I think. Yes. <laughs> but the Halloween decoration time, that's gonna be a stressful couple of weeks. The tissue is ready. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna be rough. That's rough, bro. That is really we're yeah. gonna So again, that this, the importance of this game. Don't want to say it's a must win. Seems way too early to say it's a must win. We're not even in October yet. Yeah. But Two and one going into that stretch, you feel a lot better. One and two going into that stretch, you're wondering, man, the wheels could come off. Yes. Yes. It's like the momentum. Yeah. Keep it going. Yeah. So, Yikes. It will be a test to see what type of leader Hurts is. Like, if he can rally his team, you know, that's yeah. a big part of his responsibility. And Nick Sirianni, you know, one loss, first loss. All right. Are we going to, how are we going to respond to this? And, and this is one of those moments where I think, one of the sort of underlying things about Hertz that I think people not, I don't want to say they missed on it during his draft process, but like didn't give enough weight to was the leadership quality. And I, I talk about this a lot quarterback. It's a Monday morning to, to whistle kind of position, right? Like obviously the other positions you've got to put the work in and things like that, but quarterback, the eyes are on you. You walk into the huddle, the eyes are on you. The eyes are on you started Monday morning. How are you turning the page from the last loss? Hertz was an incredible leader. You're talking about somebody that transfers to Oklahoma and is immediately a captain. Like, And we all saw the footage of him, his first game at Oklahoma. He wins. He's back in the weight room, lifted weights, still in his pads. Like, You're going to need that quality this week to get ready for this game, which, as we just outlined, kind of important. Very important. Determining factor. <sighs> Determining factor for this week. Yeah. Uh, I also noted 
the um, offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, he did a really, really good job with his play calling. Yeah. So only I can only imagine what he's going to be scheming up for the Eagles. Moore is a very good play caller. Um, you know, we saw it in week one. He did a lot with the sort of double stacks. You get the two stack slots to each side. They had that great touchdown to CD Lamb, where usually, when, you know, when you throw that little smoke screen, the front guy blocks, you throw it to the back guy. You, you're setting up that fake the screen guy goes deep, right? And it's usually the front guy that fakes blocking and goes deep. They did it where front guy fakes blocking goes inside. And it's Lamb they fake it to and goes deep, which is something that I've seen before more at the, like the high school, college level. Can't remember. I'm sure it's been done, but you don't see a lot of NFL coordinators doing that. Moore is very good with like pre-snap movement, trying to get guys confused. They do a lot of at-the-snap movement where you're trying to react real-time as a defense where, oh, wait, everybody's moving now. What do I do? You know, And it's... Yeah. It's confusing. So he's a very good offensive play caller, very good offensive play designer. Of course, the flip side to that is Mike McCarthy, who at the end of that game against the Chargers had one of his classic clock management blunders that thankfully for Dallas's sake, they actually won that game on the Zern Live field goal. But more like you said, Rachel, he's a fantastic play caller. Yeah. Those are going to be really interesting. Do you yeah. think Joel Elliott, we saw from Tony Pollard in the running game, in his running game. But do you think Ezekiel Elliott is going to be like a, a problem for us? I mean, look, you, you mentioned Hargraves. You mentioned, you know, Fletcher Cox. Like, this is a good run front. Mm -hmm. And what was interesting about Dallas in week one, a similarly good defensive front, right? Vita Vea, Dominican Sue, Buccaneers have some guys up front too. They basically said, hey, Ezekiel, we paid you the big contract. You're going to be blocking today. You're going to be pass blocking. We're going to throw it 58 times. Yeah. You might see that again. Okay. More might say, look, you know, Ezekiel Elliott is a great talent, but I don't want to force the run against those guys. Like, think about it. Put yourself in Cal Moore's shoes, right? You're mm -hmm. putting together, Rachel, a game plan for this game. What are you worried about? The guys up front from the Eagles or the guys in the secondary? New ones up front. We know that. Yeah. Doing. So you're probably not going to like have Dak turn and run, run Ezekiel Elliott into those guys like 45 times a game. You'd rather throw against this secondary. Yeah. Especially when you've got, you know, Cooper, you've got Lamb, like you've got guys to throw to. I yeah. think this might be a game where Prescott throws it 50 times. Okay. You called it. Well, hopefully, you know. Can't wait to be right about that one, kids. Oh, no. You don't know. This is going to be an interesting. I'm excited for this game. Like, I'm yeah. actually really, really excited for this game. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 going to be a big one. We've mm -hmm. outlined why it's big. There are a ton of reasons why it's big. As far as, like, a prediction, I'm going to say it's close. Okay. I think Dallas wins it by, like, three. Oh. But I, I but I, <laughs> sitting here right now, I'm sitting here right now. And please, when I'm wrong about yes. whatever, please yell at me about it. That's part yeah. of the gig. Um, yeah. Also, before I forget, handshakes, friends. Yeah, we need suggestions. We need some handshakes. Recommendations for especially for when I'm, I'm dropping these stickers yes, off, handshake or something. Exactly, we need your help, guys. Come on, yeah. gentle <laughs> listeners, we're asking for help. That's you homework. That's the gentle listeners' homework. We yeah, we it's time for the gentle listeners. Although we do have to give the gentle listeners some credit, as, yes. as our friend Michael Kiss pointed yes. out. Record week yes. for BG Radio. We're doing some really big things. We just started a new show. We have odds and end zones literally just kicked off last week. We got a, um, a huge, huge uh, interview. Seamus and Dawkins. Yeah. Ryan Dawkins. That was a huge interview. So we're really. Oh, 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 
there was another big interview too. Yes, we did have Jalen Hurts. We had yes. Hurts. I'm, I'm not going to let you just ignore that, Rachel. <laughs> we no, had you got to pat yourself on the back. Nobody's going to do it for you. Yeah, and we have some other things in the works. So we're definitely, this is crunch time. So we appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening and supporting because you really, you know, keep us going and you guys motivate us to, you know, continue to be great. So huge thank you for you guys, you know, for listening. Don't forget to rate, leave a review. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Follow Mark on on social media at Mark Schofield. Follow me on social media at Rachel Monique. I almost did that right. I'm so bad at that. I could never be like a weather person, right? Right. Like oh, you say in front of the green screen. It's like, right. here, it's going to be rainy in the Northwest. And you're like pointed at, you know, Boston. Like, yeah. I can yeah. never do that. It's hard. It is it's hard. so hard. Like, I know there are some features like I, you can flip the like screen there so it's easier. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing this all the time. It's so bad. Yeah. I was completely yeah. off. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so now we're going to prepare for the week three game against the Cowboys, both Eagles and Cowboys one and one going into this game. So it's going to be an exciting game. So make sure you guys tune in after the game. We will have the BGN instant reaction show. Tune into that. But thank you guys for listening. Any last words, Mark? Go Eagles. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.